All right, welcome. Uh, this is the Kansas City Star Sports Podcast. It's our first edition of the Sporting Kansas City version of the podcast. I'm Sam McDowell, Sporting Kansas City beat writer for the Star. And uh, we have a special guest this week and, and every week. I'm not sure you know what you got yourself into, but uh, Ike Opara, MLS reigning defender of the year and uh, Sporting Kansas City defender. Thanks a lot for joining us, Ike. Yeah, let's do this thing. I'm excited to, to get going and have some people you know, understand me, uh, you know, what I'm like and what I stand for kind of off the field. And, more so get a, get a feel for, you know, just what my values are, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, that's that, that's a good place to start because, you know, the, this podcast every week we like to be a little bit about soccer, but certainly a lot more on just cultural stuff, uh, societal issues, the, a lot of stuff that's important to you, and then, you know, just, just kind of maybe some entertainment stuff. And we will talk a little bit of soccer, but, you know, in the sense of, it is a more personal podcast. Well, let's get started with something, a, a big personal moment for you, which is you got engaged last, last Friday. Yeah, it was a big time. Uh, it was exciting. Um, you know, I, I, I surprised her. She had zero idea it was coming. I mean, Grant, we've been together for a while now, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming, and, you know, she was expecting it at some point in the future, but sure. she wasn't expecting it that night. And, uh, I, my, her family was in town. Uh, my family flew into town and, um, you know, we were able to set this whole thing up for probably, probably two months in the planning. Um, and the one thing we couldn't control was the rain. Okay. And it, was, it was like the week that it was raining, you know, pretty much every day. Yeah. And so I thought about going notebook-esque and proposing <laughs> in the rain. Yeah. Totally cheesy, corny. Uh, just being ridiculous. But, you know, I didn't want the families to really be suffering in the rain. Uh, so they were all staying downtown Marriott. And okay. So I didn't, and they're, they're all in on it. Oh yeah, they're all okay. in on it. I mean, she was left totally in the dark. I did the ring, uh, from scratch, just based off of what, you know, I think what she would like and yeah. just her preference. And, That's and, always a risk. Yeah, it is. The, the only thing, the only issue with that is I, I, I size the ring a little too big. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but it's okay. You yeah. always want to guess too small. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's better big than small if it doesn't yeah. get on the finger. That's one yeah. thing. But, uh, I, I tried to do investigative work. She has a ring that her grandpa gave her. Uh, that means a special door and it only fits on their middle finger. Uh-huh. So when I was trying to get a feel for it, I put it on my pinky finger because it was the only <laughs> finger it could fit. So I tried to guesstimate from there. So it was, it was, that it was actually pretty fun to, to do all that and not have her have any idea what I was doing and yeah. you know, she'd be away and, um, did you do it in public or did you do it in private? So okay. the rain kind of ruined what I had planned. And so actually the downtown merit, which I, I'd been there so many times, I haven't even, you know, I haven't been inside of it for okay. six years. Yeah. And so her, her dad actually did a really good job of, um, you know, finding a secluded, private, pretty, uh, area of the Marriott. When you go in on the second floor, it's like that little, uh, it's like some, you know, chandeliers yeah. and, and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty. Um, and so when we walked in, uh, I knew where they were stay or where they were set up and I knew the whole stage of it. And so we're walking up the steps and I could see, uh, her dad's shoulder. They were hiding behind a pillar. And so I started bounding up the stairs a little bit just to, 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 to block her eyesight. Uh, and she goes, why are you bounding? And I was, I didn't say anything. I waited. And then as soon as she, we got up to the top of the steps, everyone came from behind the pillar. Uh, and she was, she had no idea what was happening for a split second. Uh, I dropped to her knee and started and she actually never said yes. Uh, and which I, I made a bet with her dad. I said, I guarantee you she won't say yes. She'll be too shocked. And it'll, it'll just be it. And so she, she her, her response was, can I put it on? Yeah. So she actually grabbed the ring and put it on before I even did anything. 
so my, to my my wife actually did the same thing. She okay. never actually said yes. <laughs> she got up and hugged me, and I had to say that that is a yes, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same. I was like, so the, I was like, when she said kept it on, I was like, oh, that's a yes then. And she actually never said uh, yes. Uh, and actually, I had a ring pop with me in case I lost the ring, and B, I wanted to see what the whole thing was going to develop because yeah. she always made this joke with me. She was like, if we ever got engaged or married, I wouldn't care if you proposed with a you know strip oh, grass mean, or you mean the candy ring? Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. And so I wanted to do that one first, but I could just see the look on her face. She was so shocked. And it it didn't matter what I was going to say. She just, she couldn't believe what was happening yeah. kind of thing. So uh, it was cool. It was exciting. It was fun. A, good, a great weekend. Now she's from here in Kansas City? She's or? from Western Nebraska. Okay. And let me tell you, uh, I never thought my life would take me to Western <laughs> Nebraska where the panhandle is. And uh, wise words like I got from Eddie Pope probably. 10 years ago, right before I embarked on my professional career was he said, soccer is a beautiful game. It can take you anywhere. You'll meet people of all, all, all kinds. And I remember he said, you might meet a girl from, you know, California or all the way in Italy. Yeah. Uh, and little did I know where it would be Western Nebraska, but <laughs> I, I mean, she, she's great. And I mean, I'm excited for, you know, our future together. You guys plan on getting married here in Kansas City? Honestly. So <laughs> that's one of the, the funniest things we've talked about post engagement is, um, People are like, do you have a date? Do you have a location? Yeah. Do you have a venue? How many people? Like, it's yeah. like a, a million questions. It's like, sure. whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the next stage. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to make sure Friday was perfect or the weekend was perfect. Sure. Let alone that I know when and where. I'm like, I want to find the nearest courthouse. Let's <laughs> just get to stay on the road. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, our families probably won't like that, but we are kind of low maintenance. If we, okay. we, we would elope. Uh, if we could, so yeah. we'll see. That's going to be interesting moving forward. Okay, but, uh, we're excited regardless. And, and you mentioned that it kind of worked out, maybe a little bit convenient. The fact that you were supposed to play on Saturday, you, yellow card accumulation, <laughs> yeah. so you got suspended, didn't end up playing Saturday. But it would have been kind of a pretty heavy weekend for you. Yeah, definitely. I, you know what? I planned it. Um, not, I mean, I knew. So, you know, Nigerian descent, and so we have. We, it was a second engagement after I proposed, and we had to go. You know, we went to the hotel room. Usually, you fly to the to the, I guess, soon to be bride's home. Okay. Um, and do it that way, but just for you know, making it easy, uh, and just travel purposes, flying to Colorado and driving to Western Nebraska is a little bit of a hassle. Uh, so, quite a bit of my family was there, and. Um, Anyways, long story short, we we had a lot of things to do uh, Friday night. Yeah. And then we had a dinner and, and a lot of things, um, even Saturday morning. And, and the, while it would have been different had I been in the lineup, uh, I was actually looking back like, man, it's like be a blessing in disguise that, you know, I was suspended because, yeah. uh, I mean, it would have been, you know, they would have, it would have understood and, and why I couldn't have done certain things or been at the dinner or, the br- sure. or whatever the case. But um, I, it would have been a really difficult job of trying to focus. Uh, I think if I had to play in that Orlando game, it would yeah. have been uh, quite tough. And I didn't really realize it until after, uh, because when I was making these plans months ago, I thought, oh, it'll be easy. Like, it'll just be, <laughs> you know, one of those things that, you know, I can, you know, do this and then go do my thing yeah. and come back and do this. Uh, but emotionally, it was a, it was heavy in a good way, though, yeah. uh, with, you know, seeing family and, uh, obviously the excitement of, you know, getting engaged. That, that's always just one of the things that maybe the average fan doesn't think about with, when it comes to athletes is just the, how much mentally it, it takes out of you guys mm-hmm. and, and certainly just how much focus and preparation it takes out on the field, but also mentally as well. But, you know, now when you get married, you've got a whole schedule to deal with as well yeah. that the average person doesn't deal with. I mean, yeah. a lot of people 
in your situation, you guys have a lot of de- December weddings out, out here, and, and even in the cold Kansas City weather. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I can ask you how many bad days that you have that that don't deal with your job, and that right. you, you know you come to your your job and you, you focus and you get it done. Whereas you know us, it's more public in the sense that uh, you know we I have a bad, let's say I have a bad day at home or whatever the case. That might be. A, you know, day before a game, day of a game, and it's sure. like now I've got to switch my focus to you know something that you know is you know important in a sense, but more so it's it's publicly viewed. Exactly. Um, whereas you know if you're you're let's just use the 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 easy uh, comparison if you're just at a desk you're to yourself, you know you can get by with a bad day. Yeah. Whereas you have a bad day in in sports. You know, people try to figure out why they're like, oh, is he tired for tea? I mean, all sorts of things. There's so many variables and factors and. Uh, it's like, we're, you know, we're human, human beings too. I mean, people have kids. People don't get sleep at night, unfortunately, uh, with kids. I mean, people, you know, unfortunately maybe have arguments, whatever the case. Sure. You know, we're, we're all humans. And that's why it's, it's always interesting to hear when people try to devalue, you know, athletes, you know, for emotions or, uh, or even just their intelligence of, you know, societal or, um, you know, bo- book smarts or whatever, whatever right. the case, because it's like, I, I don't know where on the down the line it became that we weren't allowed to to be you know humans. We weren't allowed to have emotions. I mean, last time I checked, we have the same liberties and freedoms as everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were allowed to vote as well. I mean, it, it, like it, the whole thing has been crazy to me because uh, it's like that logic of stick to sports. It's like, okay, yeah. w- why did this become a thing? Why, where, where down the line did they ever say that I I must only stick to sports? You know, I don't tell them, tell a mechanic to stick to you know fixing cars. I don't tell an engineer to only stick to building yeah. you know firm. Like so, I've always been frustrated with that 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 notion because it's like, you know, is it because they think that we're playing a kids game? Is it because of that stereotype of a dumb athlete? I, like I don't, I don't understand it, and it's always been one of those like you know I, those personal um, I don't know frustrations for me. And sure. I, I think more recently, I, I would say people are starting to really at least understand. Or question why that was ever a thing, uh, but unfortunately, it's still out there. That, that, that yeah, and there's, and there's definitely still, you know, some some pushback to, to athletes who do do that. Yeah, of course, you know, and, and one of the things that, that we'll touch on today is the fact that obviously Colin Kaepernick has been in the news for a couple of years now, and a lot of it is is has not been, uh, you know, it's been not, no no sort of violent protest. Mm-hmm. He's not really calling for any any action of that sort. It's it's as as peaceful as something gets, but. Because he's an athlete, I think a lot of people probably do have a little bit of a tunnel vision that I root for this guy as a player and maybe not necessarily the person. And, uh, you know, the, whether you guys as athletes have opinions just like the rest of us do when, when stuff's going on. But, um, you know, I, I definitely wanted to ask you as a, a guy who is sponsored by Nike, a Nike athlete yourself, you know, the, the ad came out last week. It, it prompted a, a lot of pushback. Uh, you know, Nike sales did go up. I think mm-hmm. I saw in Washington Post it was 31 percent online. But at the same time, you saw people burning right. <laughs> Nike stuff right. last week. I mean, I've seen a lot of takes on it with capitalism with the conscious. Nike knew what they were doing. You know, sure. They, they wouldn't take a chance if they didn't think they'd benefit them in the long money, run. Yeah. yeah. And all those things. But I look at it besides the point of, listen, at the end of the day, they still are taking a chance to promote something that, in my opinion, is uh, beneficial you know, to society because you know I think people get upset when scratch it before you even get to Kaepernick people get upset when you don't you know side with their views right um, I, and I think that happens way too often as opposed to trying to hear both sides understand it 
and then come up with a conclusion. And this particular topic becomes uh, one of, you know, for some reason, highly controversial. Um, and and I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know where to start because it's never been about the flag and the, and the anthem. Right. And, I mean, it, why that's still being talked about as opposed to what it actually means, you know. It's just probably a little bit of an easier argument to make when you change what the argument is, right. I think. Right, and refusing to hear why he's doing it, and let alone okay, he you know he's met with vets. He, he I mean he's done all of the things that he I mean he, he's he's dotted his or he's dotted his eyes, crossed his teeth. I mean he's done it all, yeah. and people still refuse to to hear his point. Um, and that to me is always like, if 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 you can't you know be open minded to that, I don't know what's going to change. I I don't know what it's going to take for 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 you to hear the message i mean protesting has never been about you know making it easy it's never been about doing uh you know the, the norm uh i mean I've, i literally i've seen takes from you know rosa parks didn't you know protest the bus right for, for, yeah. and for traffic you know what i mean it's yeah. like these these old these whole things work to you know upset the norm to to to, to create awareness to an issue and you know, their, their football players still doing it. And, you know, I'm proud that they are still doing it. And I hope, um, you know, moving forward that, you know, the, 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 well, which particularly not with the NFL, it's, it's a, it's still, it's still a, a very hot topic, but I'm hoping moving forward that, you know, some beneficial, uh, or benefits will be, will, will, will arise from it. Now, as an athlete, the one thing that you touched on a little bit that, is more difficult is you do have to consider when you speak out about something the, what the response is going to be because you are you are in the public eye all the time you know i mean if yeah. the average citizen speaks out maybe even a, whether it's a tweet or, or whatever you know it's it's one guy's opinion but when an athlete does you have fans that that right. view you a certain way and of course not 100 percent of them are going to agree with right. with your opinions on that sort of stuff so what goes into a decision to to still you know whether or not it's worth speaking out about. Yeah, I just think that it's it just it's preference on on the athlete. Uh, I think every athlete knows or should know that if 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 you are going to talk about an issue that you will upset a fan who doesn't agree with you or doesn't side with you, uh, and then it comes down to how you're how you lay how you explain uh, kind of what you're talking about. Sure, in a sense because. The one thing that I've realized and, and learned over the course of time is that if you've got to be the rhetoric you use for situations, you have to come off uh, open minded. You can't come off very stern. Um, you, you've got to be able to adapt um, and, and understand, uh, you know, your audience. Uh, because if 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 you come off aggressive or, or whatever the case, I mean, you, you already tune out. X amount of people. Sure. Um, so it's really about how you word a lot of the things that you say, but at the same time, and, and get your point across. That's the thing. You, you still have to get your point across, but you word it in the sense that, um, you know, people at least will hear what you're saying and you're not trying to be, you know, my ways, my way right. is the, the only way. Which you, which you could look at, at Kaepernick and he's done a lot of what you said in the sense that, you know, he started this protest by sitting on the bench yeah. and got, you know, input from a military member that it would be more, you know, 
preferable to to people that have served to, to Neil instead. And he took that input and, and respected that. And so that's what he started doing and instead. Um, but I, I did wonder, you know, it, it triculated in other, other sports last year. You know, I mm-hmm. think we even saw in soccer with, with Megan Rapino with the, the women's national team, uh, Becky Sauerbrunn here with FC Kansas City at, at least – was was one of the players that didn't come out for the anthem mm-hmm. uh, so it wasn't kneeling but it was still something different and did did you ever consider any anything along those lines yeah oh, i definitely did definitely did and i knew the, the the fallback what would possibly happen um i knew uh i knew the the encouragement that would possibly happen um i, I mean i i i took a long long look at you know what my options were yeah uh, I, and I remember I remember actually seeing with my now fiance and we were talking about it especially and I was like listen and I knew that the chance that if I if I do this this might be my last year in this yeah. thing and I knew that um, and I was like but you know would it be a cause that, that I'm worthy that's worthy and moving forward how do I then keep up with what I want uh, to get out of it because that was my my, my issue was you know, if I do it, I need to find a way to now keep going with it, right. uh, as opposed to just kind of bandwagon on 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 the on the on the issue. So um, I think that was a, a a big conversation that I had in, in my household. How close do you feel like you were to to doing something like you know, that? You know, honestly, I can't say, uh, but I will say when you know emotions came into it. You know, when I, when I saw the the the, the, t- the takes that were. Uh, very irrational. Uh, that's the time that I wanted to do it more. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, you know, I, I couldn't really say if I was, you know, going to or going or not going to. Yeah. Um, what I will say is that I, I had conversations uh, with quite a, uh, quite a few guys around the league and, and uh, minority guys and um, from different teams, and we were all talking about it as well. So it was in discussions uh, with us. So it's just something that maybe. Multiple guys would have done, yeah. sort of banded together. Yeah, definitely. I think that would, that always makes it easier. Sure, uh, but that's the thing that Kaepernick chose to, to you know to stand up for. He he did it by himself, and he started by himself, yeah. and he was willing to be the the, the uh, you know the sole uh, the sole person behind it. And so uh, I, I have all the respect for him and to do what he did and to do what he's currently doing. Is I mean, um, you know, definitely not easy. But I he has my full respect. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State, and no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or two fifty a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at KansasCity.com slash sportspass.
How much does being an athlete sort of, uh, not that you wouldn't have this opinion anyway, but how much does being an athlete and the fact that you're in a locker room that has people from all sorts of different cultures, I mean, how much yeah. does that influence your your thoughts on this? I think and I think that's the biggest frustration is when you see societal issues and it's like, I come, especially soccer, where you've got multiple cultures in the locker room and you're able to, you know, talk to people from, you know, different walks of life uh, and see how they grew up and just talk to them about how, you know, how their lives are today. And uh, it's it's one of those unique experiences of being like, well, I'm, I'm granted I'm not in the culture sure. of, you know, of South America, but I'm understanding a little bit of you know, South American culture or European culture yeah. or, or Asian culture. So it's a, it, it's one of those cool things that, you know, you, I get to be a part of. Um, and so when I see these issues with people, you know, you know, not being open, uh, you know, whether it be immigration, uh, I mean, it's, it's like you could learn so much from, you know, people from different, uh, you know, backgrounds and, and cultures. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, it's one of those things that I, I hope improves, um, you know, sooner rather than later. And, um, you know, I think, um, you know, I've, I've, I've grown as a human being for sure. You know, just being, you know, just knowing your teammates better. Yeah. Oh yeah. From, and just knowing what they've been through and sure. how their lives are and how their lives are here compared to, you know, uh, their own, I guess, you know, nation of. Sure. Now when, when we talk about the, the fact that you've got the, those people from all different walks of life, sports is, has, or politics has, has triculated into sports like never, mm-hmm. like never before. Now, there have been several examples through history that, that sports is so, a lot of times a trendsetter for stuff going on politically in this right. country. But it just seems like with the protests and stuff like that, it's more than ever before. But when you're out here, is, is it still trying to get your mind focused on the game or does, I guess, how, how does it sort of blend together, if at all? Yeah, so it, it, it's tough, but not because, you know, usually it's separated. Like when you walk okay. on the field, you, you keep it separated. But, you know, I think especially here at Sporting, how we're ingrained in the community is, you know, one of those things that's encouraging to, to, to youth of all kinds. I mean, yeah. it's just because we're in the community doesn't we're not talking about soccer sure you know i think that happens you know minority percentage of the time um we we talk about you know education or uh you know just asking daily questions of how 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 everything's going Uh Uh, soccer is never really one of those you know we're there for soccer sure but we, we talk about a lot of other issues that you know we we hope encourage you know you know people of all sorts of ethnicities when we're in the community and I think this organization does a really good job of that, which is interesting because you know sports is ingrained right. uh, with society in a lot of aspects um, and so I don't know it's it's one of those things that I I I think that it's um, unless you're I mean I guess I can't speak for you know a lot, this whole country but if you're from a city uh, that has a, a team that's very active in your community, you really see the benefits. Whereas, you know, if you don't, you probably don't really understand, you know, the, the impact that, you know, a sports yeah. uh, you know, a franchise or players in the community can make. I would, I would guess that one of the best parts about that is just people getting to know you as yeah. the person rather than you the player. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll be honest, when I, when I go out in appearances, I don't really want to talk about soccer. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I, I just don't. Um, and my, my, my more... Uh, fun or more engaging uh, events, appearances, whatever the case, or when I'm not talking about soccer. Mm-hmm. 
when I'm talking about school, which I think is one of the bigger, biggest overlooked things in this country at the moment, or we're talking about just, you know, casual conversation of, you know, what's your name? What do you like to do for fun? Like, yeah. and then from there we get the ball rolling. Uh, but yeah, I think that when we talk, start talking soccer, yeah, if it's a, it's, if it's a question or a tip or advice, that's fine. But I don't want to talk soccer. Yeah, sure. You know, majority of my time in, sure. in the community at all. You mentioned education. That would be a good topic for us to get to uh, sometime later on this podcast. But that's that's probably a good spot for us to wrap up here. Um, I hope that you guys get a little bit of a, of a flavor of the, the type of things that Ike and I plan to talk about. You know, a little bit of soccer, but also just, you know, societal issues and, and just the, the sort of blend that, that soccer and, and other things have together, which it, it just seems is, is a height of... I, I guess engagement right now with 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 this country. So um, that that's where we'll leave it here. Uh, Ike, thanks a lot for joining us, and uh, I look forward to a lot more of these. Yeah, absolutely. Very excited for next week as well. Um, and we'll see if we can keep you guys entertained. I guess. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having us.